Talk Radio. Welcome back, fellow patriots. So in the public schools in New York City, the increase in charter school enrollment is higher than ever before. In 2019, before the pandemic, 81,000 applications for charter schools were up and only 33,000 were for public schools. So nearly 50,000 families who were desperate for a better education for their children went to charter schools during the pandemic. And the charter schools took action and put up Wi-Fi hotspots into housing projects to ensure that kids had access to remoted instruction to get higher quality of instruction or education. Especially these kids were most vulnerable and they had access to the highest quality of education thanks to charter schools. You know, charter schools are public. They are privately ran by nonprofit organizations. What they get right is they offer choice. Charter schools are dedicated to the idea of equality of opportunity, individual dignity, and our common humanity. Incredibly high, rigorous expectations actually having pathways for both college as well as the ability to get an industry credential in science and other areas for children's ideas, career paths, and this is what's needed for our children. I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but there's a cap on charter schools. And many entrepreneurs want to invest, but the cap denies them to expand. And to top it off, the teachers union is suing charter schools. They're trying to shut them down. Remember under Obama, they wanted to shut down charter schools, private schools, and have only a one school system, a public school, with no choice to enforce their indoctrination. Well, it didn't pass. He had predominantly Republicans for both houses. Thank you, God. We must vote red at all costs, no matter what occurs between now and November. I say it again. (laughs) We all need to vote red no matter what. The media and the Democrats throw at us. Friendly reminder. So Nancy Pelosi is in the hot seat again about her husband's insider trading. We all heard about it. He purchased millions of dollars in chip stocks ahead of a House vote to pass industry subsidies. And she was called on it. And when she was asked, and I quote, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on the information he's received from you? (laughs) And she says, no. And she puts the microphone, pushes it away. And and while walking away, she says, absolutely not under her breath. (laughs) And yet they are going after Trump for so much less. These people are so corrupt. It's just so thick embedded into our government. It's unethical in the House rules. Her actions compromises the whole House. But nothing to see here. Let's move right along. And then we have Congressman Lee Zeldin, who's doing a speech in New York, running for governor against the lawless governor who took 
Cuomo's position, Kathy Hochul. Like a good little Nazi soldier, Kathy Hochul released Congressman Lee Zeldin's schedule hours before the attack. Everyone was shocked and surprised to see this happen. From upbeat, people were upbeat and happy, to chaos. And Nick Langworthy, he put out a tweet, and I quote, It's not a coincidence that just hours earlier, Kathy Hochul fanned the flames of hate by directing her supporters to his rally schedule. This is unacceptable conduct for anyone, let alone a sitting governor. And then I got to tell you, (laughs) she puts out a tweet, and it's so typical of these corrupt people. She says, after she, you know, puts out this tweet and after his attack, she puts out a tweet and I quote, my team has informed me about the incident at Lee Zeldin's campaign event tonight. Relieved to hear that Congressman Zeldin was not injured and that the suspect is in custody. I condemn this violent behavior in the strongest terms possible. It has no place in New York. She actually put that out, you guys. <laughs> I mean, she's the one that put, you know, enforced the laws to go soft on crime. And Lee Zeldin said it right at the event that this guy's going to get off. He was arrested by the local police, standard protocol, and he was released shortly after. And Lee Zeldin said, because of the laws that she put into place, that it would happen. And he was right. (laughs) The guy was released immediately afterward. This is a sitting congressman. It's a federal law to attack or assault a congressman or a senator. So shortly after his release, he was rearrested because the federal government got involved. You know, the attacker was white, and the guy who took him down said, this guy wasn't right. Something was wrong with him. He was suffering a mental disorder. Just so grateful and thankful it wasn't a gun. That just would have fed and fueled the Democrat narrative, part of the Nazi playbook to take the guns of law-abiding citizens. But this guy had... A, not a knife, it was like a razor, it's a sharp item, like a knuckle-type can opener. So Congressman Lee Zeldin, he put out a tweet as well after the incident, and I quote, His words as he tried to stab me a few hours ago were, You're done! But several attendees, including at Esposito for New York, quickly jumped into action and tackled the guy. Law enforcement was on the scene within minutes. The attacker will likely be instantly released under New York's laws. (laughs) There you have it. And he was right. Lee Zeldin also put out another statement. And I quote, Grateful for the attendees who stepped up quickly to assist and the law enforcement officers who quickly responded. I'm as resolute as ever to do my part to make New York safe again. This suspect will likely be right back out on the street immediately. And again, he was right. So we have all heard that Joe Biden has COVID. He's had all four shots. 
and he's taking Paxlovid for COVID and Tylenol. He had to stop taking some medication for blood thinner, but his doctor, his physician, should be coming out and telling the public, telling us what's going on with him. I'm not, I just can't say he's president. <laughs> but they're supposed to come out and inform us how he's doing, his condition, right? And all he did was put out a statement and said that he's got muscle aches and headaches and he's tired and he's got a cough. That was it. So what's worse, Joe Biden coming back or Kamala Cringe Harris taking over? So another thing that's really awful about all these illegals that are coming across our border, not only are they not tested for COVID, but all of us as children, Americans have been vaccinated for polio and all different measles and all kinds of diseases, but other countries don't have those requirements like we did. So <laughs> we beat polio decades ago, and now we have our first case of polio in the U.S. in decades. Rockland County, New York also has a case of measles detected in the same county. Typical Democrats creating the crisis will come up with something to help or ease the problem, not make it go away, but ease the problem and claim to be the heroes. That's their typical MO. Well, because of the inflation, the number of households needing to get multiple jobs have increased. In June of 2020, recorded 4% of households had multiple jobs to make ends meet. In June of 2022, it is up 4.8%. The AFIB survey came out and said that small businesses' optimism at record 48-year low. 93% of small business owners are worried about a recession. High inflation has negatively impacted 75% of small businesses. 38% of small businesses have seen a decline in customer demand. 43% of small businesses have looked for new suppliers to reduce costs. 62% of small businesses upped wages in relation to inflation. And it still isn't enough. And then Goldman Sachs states, small businesses reveal economic trends before others. A household with income of 70000 they've lost $5,000 increase of purchase power. This is really the cruelest tax on the lower income people. Biden's administration kept saying they want to reduce income inequality when in fact what they're doing is making things worse big time. Tyrants want a crisis because it's easier to manipulate the masses with fear. Here's a good example. When someone pulls a fire alarm, people follow suit, exit without thinking others than, than safety. What better way to control? When there is no crisis, people are more focused on what's going on. So these tyrants will continue to create crisis. So the sheep 
and the uninformed follow. This is right out of Hitler's playbook. And the blind, uninformed hopped right into the boxcar, walked in the gas chambers without a clue they were heading to their deaths. So sad, but reality. Keeping people in the dark of what's really going on. And that's why we see crisis after crisis, one after the other. So you can't focus on how bad that one was. And what is going on behind the scenes? What is Pelosi and Schumer and Joe Biden, what are they doing behind the scenes while all these crises are being created and being focused on? That's really the scary part. They don't want people to focus on the inflation at 9.1% and wages are up only 5.1%, not keeping up with the inflation that this administration lies continuously that they created. They need to stop spending. You know, if Biden can just print money anytime he wants to give away to Ukraine, illegals, China, then why does anyone ever need to pay taxes? I surely don't like where my money is going. Do you? Thanks for tuning in to Sunday Special Edition. Remember, I'm our voice, the people's voice. You can always reach me at talkonthestreet.net. Stay strong, fellow patriots. God bless America. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.